everybody. Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So another week has begun. We had a good, looks like a full slate of games on Monday night. New series around the league. So let's jump into it and get going with the recaps. No trades to announce or anything, although we'll probably have a few of those coming up because the trade deadline is on the horizon, but nothing to announce as of yet. We'll start in Philadelphia, where the Phillies beat the Braves 6-4, and they did it thanks to a 5-RBI game by rookie Bryson Stott. So, Bryson Stott is looking more and more comfortable in moments like this. He just created his latest signature moment on Monday night with this big game. He had a 3-run homer with two outs in the 8th inning against Atlanta lefty A.J. Minter, and Minter has actually only allowed two home runs against left-handed hitters in his career. So Bryson Stott got him, and that, that's a big hit. That was a big hit that pushed the Phillies to a victory. And you know Stott would have five ribbies on the game. So big game for him. He has seven homers on the year, and four of them have either tied the game or given the Phillies the lead, including a walk-off homer he hit to beat the Angels back on June 3rd. So he's definitely been delivering in big spots, and he helped to snap the Phillies' three-game losing streak. They're trying to return to the winning ways with the trade deadline more than a week away. There was news about Bryce Harper yesterday. Harper went in to get get inspected because he had a broken finger, and uh, he's not going to get the pins removed from his finger yet, but um, they're hoping that maybe his next checkup he'll get it removed. So Bryce Harper is still at least a few weeks away from returning to Philadelphia. But um, you know, he, he's, hope, he's hoping to have the pins removed maybe maybe this week or something like that. So that that is the news coming out of Philly. They beat the Braves 6-4 on Monday night. Another team that snapped their losing streak was the Boston Red Sox. So they put an end to their skid. They beat the Guardians on Monday by a score of 3-1. They got good pitching, and yeah, I mean, they had been on quite a skit. They had been on a five-game losing streak, a pretty ugly one at that, where they were just, uh, you know, not playing well at all defensively and not pitching well. They were just, you know, kind of asleep at the wheel. But Nick Pavetta started on Monday, went five and two-thirds with one earned run, and they pitched good from start to finish. They pitched well from start to finish. Sorry about that. And 3-1 was the victory. Against a pretty solid Guardians team, you know, Boston was right at 500 entering Monday. So if they had lost the game, they would have fallen below 500. But, you know, they, they pick up a win and, you know, they move to one game ahead of 500. But obviously, you know, this this season is a marathon, not a sprint, as we always say. It's still July if you look at the calendar. So you can't let, you know, a bad stretch here and there get to you. This is a team last year that had a really ugly stretch. I remember like in August, actually, like in early August or so, they had a very ugly stretch. And then they they rebounded and made it to the to the ALCS, you know. So you get hot at the right time, you turn things around by September. It's possible to still make a run. So that's what Boston's going to hope to do. If we head to let's say on the East Coast and head to Baltimore, another AL East matchup. The Orioles defeated the Rays. The Orioles have gotten hot. So the Orioles are now five hundred. They have been trending in the right direction for a while now. They are a 500 team. They're 48 and 48. They're fifth in the AL East. That AL East has gotten very tight. So every team 
in the AL East is now 500 or better. They beat Tampa Bay 5-1. And, you know, it was just a team effort. The the pitching staff put it together. They didn't really have anyone go deep. Austin Roth only went three innings as the starter. Then the bullpen just came in from there and shut it down. Not a single run given up by the bullpen. And offensively, the Orioles jumped on Corey Kluber, who gave up four earned runs in five innings pitched for the Tampa Bay Rays. So, yeah, that AL East is really shaping up to be something, something um, special. I don't think anyone anticipated the Orioles would be 500 at, you know, this, this late in the season. I mean, now when you look at it, they're three and a half games back of a playoff spot. Would you have thought that three and a half games out? So they are within the Orioles are within striking distance of the playoffs. They are in the playoff picture, ladies and gentlemen. That is what this is boiled down to. So American League East, keep your eyes on that division. That is that has become quite quite a quite a battle. If we move out to Cincinnati, Cincinnati is where the Reds beat up on the Marlins, eleven to two. Just an offensive drubbing. I mean, looking at their box score, lots of guys with multiple hits, a bunch of guys with three hits on the day. Nick Lodolo, the rookie, started for the Reds and went six shutout innings with nine strikeouts against the Marlins. On the other side, Trevor Rogers, you know, had a sophomore slump. He's having a sophomore slump this year. You know, he went three and two thirds, six earned runs for the Marlins. This is someone who was an all-star last year. He's taking a bit of a step back this season, so he's going to try to figure it out moving forward. You know, he's he's young. He's 24. Things like this happen. But he's definitely going to hope that he can figure out what he was doing wrong this year and, and hopefully next year be back in the mix because he was very good in 2021. But, yeah, big win. A lot of offense here. Homers from Brandon Drury, Jonathan India. Um, Jonathan India set the tone top of the lineup, three for four. For the Reds. So, we stay in the National League. Let's move out to Chicago, where the Cubs beat the Pirates 3-2. Cubs are on a nice win streak now. You know, they just came off a sweep of Philly. Now they go home to Wrigley, and and they go ahead and get a big win. I mean, a big win. A win is just a win, anyway. But they win 3-2 against the Pirates, and... You know, Samson was on was on the mound, seven innings, two earned runs. Nico Horner, two for three. Ortega, two for four with a home run at the dish. You know, Ian Happ is the one is one Cubs outfielder, one Cubs player, position player who, who really does seem like he's going to be on the move. You know, he was asked about it. He said he doesn't want his Cubs journey to end, but he's most likely going to be moved anyway. Um, the trade deadline, it's all about business. That's looming. Teams are going to be looking for, for some help. And, you know, Happer... Definitely could give teams some help in the outfield. Uh, he was two for four on Monday. He's got an 8-12 OPS on the year. And this is someone who's, who's versatile. He's a switch hitter. Play all, all the outfield spots. I don't even know. Does Hap still play? Can, can he play the infield? I don't think. No, he doesn't. He, he's a left fielder by trade. But he's a good bat. He's a career 806 OPS guy. 8-12 on the year. So he's a bat that'll fit in wherever He's needed. He'll probably be on the move very soon. But the Cubs get a win over the Pirates, 3-2. Let's head to Oakland. The Athletics, you know, this AL West matchup. Athletics beat the Astros 7-5. They jumped on Jake Odorizzi, who went five innings with six earned runs. And just plenty of offense here. Tony Kemp homered, Sky Bolt homered. 
Um, yeah, I mean, and then on the on the Astro side, Jeremy Pena, the rookie, hit his 15th home run of the year. Chas McCormick hit his 10th. I didn't know Jeremy Pena had 15 bombs, but he was, he was two for four with a homer. He's got a 777 OPS on the year. You know, he's filled in really nicely at shortstop, especially for rookies. Looked really good, and he hasn't he hasn't really been phased. So good for him. Good for him. Then last but not least, we'll head out to Seattle, where the Mariners beat the Rangers 4-3. Ty France went 3-for-3 three three with a home run for the M's. You know, Ty France was the biggest all-star snub of the year. He should have been starting the all-star game, quite frankly. He's now hitting 312 with an 867 OPS on the season. But you know, he did his thing. Hopefully he'll get his his opportunity another time. But um Mariners staved off a couple home runs from the Rangers, who had homers by Adolis Garcia and Nate Lowe, but they hold on for the win behind the guy, Chris Flexen. Still no Julio Rodriguez in the lineup. I think he must be hurt. I need to check on that because they had Dylan Moore in, the, in center field for yet another game. So I'll check on check on that see what's wrong with Julio Rodriguez because I haven't seen him in the lineup for a few days now. So that is going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.